You are listening to the We Are Not Safe for Work podcast. Your hosts, Renee and Nadja, will dive into all the different reasons why some entrepreneurs become unemployable. So before we even hit play, I, I find it interesting that this is how he's starting the video because he's obviously wanting to, and, I, and this is what I love so much about these um, these kind of business videos. He's going to bring us in to be personal. So we're going to feel more connected with him because he's at his desk. He's leaning in, which shows us he's pushing the button himself. He's doing this, you know, himself. And I have nothing against Russell Bronson specifically, but I I do find this interesting how he's got a book and a notebook. So he's really been working hard for whatever he's about to say. Well, um, it, it's it's the whole like, hey, I, oh my gosh, of course, my dog starts barking like right I now. I can't hear it. Oh, good. Okay. Well, like, this is one of those, um, look how authentic I am. Look how relatable I am. It reminds me of the PR um, approach to, like, apology videos when celebrities are caught doing something shitty and then Mm -hmm. um you know their their pr their publicist is like hey you need to do a public apology but you can't do it like you can't record your public apology in your you know fancy schmancy living room it has to be more relatable so like do you have a part of your house that has bookshelves behind it or yes I'm thinking like the Ashton Kutcher and Mia Kunis apology video where they have um, a spot where it's it it looks like um, it's it looks very rustic, like their background is very rustic. It's in their backyard. You know, it, it's very nondescript. It doesn't look like they they're in a luxury backyard, right? Like it's a it's a porch. Yeah, they're in they're in, um, you know, plastic chairs or whatever or or bench. And mm-hmm. um, it makes them so much more relatable. But it, I don't know. I just looking at this, <laughs> my initial reaction is, oh, I, I am so relatable. Like I'm, I'm just like you guys. I'm just like everybody else, regular Joe Schmo. No, you're not Russell Brunson, right? And the I title mean, is not, not that it's a bad thing, but I'm just saying, yeah, you're not and the like title us. Is, I'm starting over. <laughs> dot dot dot. Right. Um. And listen, here's the thing. Russell Brunson, he does have an amazing origin story. His whole thing, everything he has accomplished is just incredible, Mm -hmm. but also completely unrelatable. So all of this makes sense because he needs to relate with us again. Yeah. So, but it also kind of, go ahead. Were you going to say something? No, no, I was just going to say, it it reminds me of the, um, uh, like just, just his setup is very like academia. Yeah, it's a very academia feel to it, which I'm like, that's not how my office looks. You know, like I have crap all over my desk. It it is not as clean as his. (laughs) No, not at all. And he even has to to go into the academia. He has the whiteboard behind him. He has a book on his desk. He has an old fashioned three ring binder, Um, which, by the way, just to be fair. Hold on. Hold on. I just bought one of those myself. So, oh. you know, kind of relatable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here, here, here. Look. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so, um, but is that a chalkboard beside him? It there? is a chalkboard. And and he's got like this worn brown leather chair that he's sitting in. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, mine's fabric. So sexy. I mean, mine is leather yeah. underneath this, but it's like, 
it's it's not fancy worn leather. Mine is like peeling. <laughs> That's why it yeah. has a cover on it. Now mine is this is not leather, but it is a $2,800 chair. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the relaxaback chair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he also has a bust, I think, over there too, which is very interesting. Oh, yep, yep. Sorry. I thought you said a bus and I was like, no, no, no. A bus looks like um <laughs> that's very academic as well. Yes. So I don't yep. know what he's going for here, but um I don't even know how long we've been talking, but he hasn't even said a word and we've had a lot to say. So what if we hit play? Just we see- are very judgy. Like this is just very first impression. Like, impression kind of thing. Um, but no, I'm I'm interested to see what's what's gonna what he's gonna say. Because me too. I'm starting over dot dot dot. Yeah, I'm like, okay, why? What? Huh? Well, and listen, do you remember? Um, <laughs> so much to say. Do you remember when I used to listen to his podcast a lot? And he would do these podcasts where he was driving to work in his car and the audio was kind of shitty because he was driving to work and he would just record it on his phone. Um, But I honestly don't know what's going on with him. I haven't watched any of his stuff in a long time. So maybe he's starting over just trying to get our attention again, for all I know. I mean, it Um, could be because same, like, I, I don't think I have really been in the sphere of, um, I, I haven't I haven't kept up with him over the past couple of years. Like it's probably haven't either been since like 2018. Maybe yeah. 17. Did you ever listen to his podcast? Um, I listened to a couple of episodes, but once again, it wasn't something I really kept up with. Normally, mm-hmm. like back in the day, I would keep up with all of his um his marketing and products. Right. So right. that's like I still have his books. Um yeah, I have his books, yeah. I actually pulled one out recently to look something up. I can't remember why now. And yeah, um, yeah I used to listen to his podcast a lot. It was right around the same time that I was listening to um, people that we adore, Entrepreneurs on Fire. Um, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so congested. Um, in Texas, we're going to go from like yesterday it was 69 degrees to it is currently 39 degrees and it's going to go down to nine degrees where I'm at. I was going to say 20 you, degrees. You're going you into the double, uh, the single digits, and yeah, for us, we're we're in the we're going to our lows are in the um, high teens, low twenties. Yeah, so it is completely messing with my system, but yeah. um, I feel perfectly fine. I'm just congested. All right, shall we actually hit play? Yes, let's go ahead. Let's do it. Okay. Hey, it's hey. been a little while. For those of you who know me and those who don't, my name is Russell Brunson and welcome to my YouTube channel. I've been doing this YouTube thing now for a while, actually about 10 years. So we first officially launched this channel. And back then I didn't really know what we were going to be doing. And we made videos on a whole bunch of different things. We did vlogs. We He looks older. He does. I know it's not fair because I do too. But I, it's just well, funny. Me, yeah. yeah. Because no, he, he looks, looks older, older is what it is. Yeah. 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 I mean, good for him. He's still a young guy, but... We did crazy things. We were traveling the world. Uh, we built companies. We talked about other businesses. We did interviews with amazing people, and it was a lot of fun. But the channel was kind of all over the place. And um, now that I'm ten years in, um, I kind of wanted to st- I wanted to relook at this. Like, what would this look like if we were to start over on YouTube? So recently, okay, okay. So the production, uh, by the way, the production already. I'm. Um, I wasn't expecting that. 
Um, I thought it was going to be a, a, a legit like sit down. It's just him talking yeah. to us. But now, now that it's doing like the zooms and then the 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 production of this, I don't know. I I'm already I'm already like okay. Well, this is a it's a produced thing. Like it's fine. Absolutely. But that's not now, what I was expecting. Now we can see his whiteboard. So he has, this is traditional Russell Brunson. As I remember, he's, yep. he loves the whiteboard, which is great. I, I, I yeah. think um, um, he really brought forth that whole concept, right? Mm -hmm. Although maybe it was Rand Fishkin, but maybe. But anyway, I see now we're focused in and we've got the whiteboard. So I wonder if he's going to go through this whole checklist with us. Um. I, I'm curious about that, but you're right. Now I see it's going to be overly produced. Um, so shall we keep going? Yeah, let's keep going. Her videos, and I want to start back at ground one and just start with a conversation. If you've been following me for the last decade here on this channel, you know that most of the things I talked about were related to business or marketing or entrepreneurship. You watched as I grew my company from a startup um, into what is now known as ClickFunnels. A lot of you guys are users of ClickFunnels. Most of my message has been towards entrepreneurs about growing businesses, which I love. It's been so much fun. But I really wanted to focus more on like, not so much like how to grow a business as much as I want to focus on you. As someone who's an entrepreneur or you're a creator or you're a startup person or you're someone who's who's trying to figure out how to get more in their life, more success, nice more happiness, more fulfillment. And it was interesting as I was like going on this journey over the last 10 years, I had a chance multiple times to meet Tony Robbins and spend time with him. And one thing that Tony says a lot, he says that if you look at any skill set, there's there's like the the technical, like here's how you do the skill. And then there's like the psychology, like the in the stuff between your ears and your brain that make you have success or not. And he says that 20% of any any activity is like 20% is the, the technique and 80% is the psychology. And so much of what I've talked about on this channel is the techniques and the tactics. Here's how you do this and here's how you do this, which are all great. I want to continue to do those things. But honestly, I wanted to step back and I wanted to, to focus more on like, on, on just success as a whole. How do we have success? How do we figure out the psychology in our head to make us break through so we can actually achieve the dreams and the desires that we really want to do? And so that's kind of the game plan. So right now in my personal life, I actually... What? See, this is the part in the video where, because I have YouTube Premium, that I tend to stop because I'm like, what? Yeah, I still don't know. I don't know where he's going with this. Like, I don't know. Am, are we supposed... Is it supposed to be like an intrigue? I I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I was just expecting like... I'm starting over, dot, dot, dot. Here's like, my explanation. Like, funnels? I mean, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm I'm still confused, but yeah, me too. Going. So yeah. far, it feels clickbaity. Started writing my next book. And don't worry, I'm not trying to sell it to you. In fact, it's going to be a year or two before it's done. <laughs> but I'm in the research phase. I'm here in my laboratory reading and studying. My and laboratory? Um, and I remember a little while ago, I had a chance to meet with Tony. And I That's told relatable, the book. right? Okay. So, do you get the impression that he has spent some time with Tony Robbins? Sure. Because he's only said it like a hundred times in two minutes and 19 seconds. <laughs> yep. I'm working on my first book that's that's around success and around these kind of principles. And it's like a deeper into like studying this and learning. I'm learning there's... And the title of the book of the is Secrets of Success. And I'm so excited and so proud of it. And... Tony Robbins is the biggest success coach on the planet. I thought for sure he'd be like, this is amazing. Instead, uh, Tony literally hated the title. Oh, well, I like so to plant a seed with you, you on something, just for you to consider. I don't know if it's right or not. 
they use the word success. I think it's a really outdated word. Tony Robbins talks about, he says that there's two competing ideas. There's the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. And so, so many of us who are, especially people who are on YouTube or Instagram or listen to podcasts about success okay, and so, to like figure out how to, to reach your dream. Yes, go ahead. So is this, this isn't, it, is this a, this is what Tony Robbins told me to do? <laughs> well, and you know why I laughed? Because Russell Brunson is a very wealthy man who has had yeah. tremendous success. And as best as I know, it's all self-done. He yeah. um, built it from the ground up. He had an idea. He has done every, achieved every entrepreneur's dream. Okay. But I have started noticing a trend that once people get to a certain money mark, like let's say $100 million or something, because I believe we've heard in the past that he's made $100 million. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I have that in my head. I could be completely wrong. But let's just for the sake of conversation say it's true. Suddenly they're all like, you know what? I just wanted to come to you as a very rich man or rich woman <laughs> and tell you that money isn't going to make you happy. That's not you know? true. Right. Money, money makes I me would love happy. to make that decision for myself. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'd love to find the fuck out for myself. Yes. Because that is some bullshit because you haven't given your money away so that you've, because if it's not going to make you happy, then why don't you just give it to me? Right. You know? Um, and let me figure it out. Maybe I'll give it back to you. Who knows? Maybe I just won't feel fulfilled. I'll be like, here, I don't want this. You know. I think I think money is an amplifier. Like it absolutely ampl it amplifies you at your core, whether that that's is right. something good or something not so good. So that's the reason why, you know, people look up to or not look up, but people look at people like people look at people. Oh, sorry. Like uh, Bezos, right? Right? People see him, oh, mm -hmm. and and they're just like, "Well, he has all the money in the world, so why doesn't he just donate to charities?" And then, you, in comparison, you look at his ex-wife, and she's donating like the majority. She's donating half of her wealth, like half of her mm -hmm. net worth, to different mm -hmm. charities. And then you have some people that are saying, wow, she's so generous. Like, look at look at the difference she's making. And then you've got the other people that are criticizing and saying she can give away more. Yeah. So you're never going to make anybody happy. But I think money is definitely an amplifier of who you are at your core. And yes. um, I don't remember the point I was trying to make in that in that but i i'm i'm just saying money is a tool and i love having tools at my disposal so if i had yes if i had an abundance of a tool then yeah i'm going to use the crap out of it to fulfill whatever it is i want to fulfill absolutely i i think you nailed it because it does amplify who you are if you are an unhappy person or, you know, you're struggling with um, mental health or you're struggling with just depression or unhappiness just because you have money. It's not going to fix that. I know that a lot of people it, yeah. think that it will, but yeah. I don't think so. I, I don't right, think right. that's true at all. But if you're a happy person, I believe that having more money would just make your life better. Right. So well, it'll help your it'll help make your life better because now you have a tool to make other people people's lives better or other businesses better i don't know whatever um 
yeah, it's definitely an amplifier. Well, and you know, this is, I have a question for you that, um, so I may have an answer. Right. So <laughs> Brunson, I'm just trying to form the question. So Brunson has this tool that he created, ClickFunnels, right? And he's uh -huh. written these books and he's done, I believe he has tr really, truly tried to help people find entrepreneurial success. Yeah. But the majority of people who have signed up for ClickFunnels most likely have not found success. Right. But he still got paid whether they were successful or not. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so I wonder if people like him that have created this tool that can help you um, sell a product or do all of these things. I wonder if in his core somewhere, there's this sense of guilt because probably less than 10% of his people that ever signed up for it ever had extreme success. Yeah. Do you well, know what I mean? Isn't that why he has, um, Anybody who who knows ClickFunnels, right? Like there there is a um, it's not a program, but it's it's a thing. Like with ClickFunnels, it's the two com two comma the comma club two comma club. Yeah, the two yeah. comma award club. So if you use ClickFunnels and you generate two commas worth of um, revenue using that tool you receive like this whole like it, it's an award it's a plaque and you know it's right. your name and the year and everything like that right so that's all well and good but yeah you have to ask like how many people have actually reached that two comma club and um and also like is it his responsibility for the users to achieve that i think he's provided a tool to get to that point but you know the I don't answer's think no his... yeah because if you buy a treadmill it's not <laughs> the treadmill's company uh company's responsibility to make sure that you get on that treadmill every single right. day yeah but it's not his responsibility whether people um succeed or fail yeah but i do wonder people that have heart people that start something because clearly he does right yeah and absolutely. um I wonder if there if it eats at him that he has had tremendous success off because other people tried to have success and didn't have success. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. I don't know. I just wonder if sometimes that that crosses people like him's mind. It's not his responsibility. Mm -hmm. He does so much to with the books and all of this crap, you know that he does the 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 conference and the videos and the training and the podcast. Yeah. But you can only motivate so many people so much. And um, I don't know. It's just something that crosses my mind. Yeah. Sorry. Sure, we I, you, you, yeah, we can keep going, but you just, you made me wonder. Um, uh, oh, go ahead. If there's like a list of the two comma club winners and I just Googled it. Oh yeah. There, there is a, um, <laughs> it's the top 1% of ClickFunnels earners. So 1%, just like with everything else, right? Everything else, 1%. Just like with everything else. So however many ClickFunnels users there are, only 1% of them hit that two comma club. That's a, that's a very... I, I, <laughs> 
I don't know. I just well, it, it, it is very sad. <laughs> well, it is, but you know, at the same time, to be fair, if you were to look and see, I don't know how we would know this. That maybe there is some way, just way to know everything. It seems how many people have created a WordPress website or blog versus the percentage of people who hit the first page mm -hmm. with a single blog post ranking in first place. I bet that percentage is outrageously tiny. Oh, here's the other thing that I just found out, by the way. For your okay. Two Comma Club award, there's a $500 application fee, which if you have what? made a million dollars in ClickFunnels, yeah, $500 application okay. to get the award is not that big a deal. But at the same time, so so people have to apply for it. Interesting. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Um, I wonder, I wonder, because if you're in the two comma club, you get to go to special conferences, right? Yeah. So I wonder if there's almost like a morality issue there. Well, you, you get you, your award is presented publicly at the um, ClickFunnels, uh, Funnel Hackers, Funnel Hackers event. Right. So, oh, here we go. How many new Two Comma Club awards have been earned over the years? So these are new awards. It started, it only started in 2017. I didn't realize that it's, it was a relatively newer thing. Anyways, um, 2017, there were 85. 2018, there were 270. 2019, oh. 119. And then in 2020, 263. Interesting. Did it end? in then or no or it just um it's it's on it's a landing page obviously oh, okay that that was obviously designed on click funnels <laughs> of course so way course. way to use your own platform right absolutely um, yeah. but this is the two comma club application page got it so okay. um the award application deadline for Funnel Hacking Live 2023 has passed new applications will be considered for the 24 event okay so I mean, it, it looks like it's only been updated to 2020. So I wonder if this is an old funnel. Maybe. There's a 2CCX award. What's that? I don't know. I guess it. Oh, they each earned over eight figures inside their ClickFunnels funnel. Wow. So $10 million. Yeah. That's the that's the two comma club X. How many of those are there? It doesn't say, but this is oh. um, this is the application page to apply for your two comma club X. Got it. Okay. Interesting. And, and also, is so. Here's another question I have. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> now, yes, please. Now we're spiraling. So, is the two comma club award just for a specific funnel, or is it for your? account because a lot of people have That's a multiple, good question yeah they have multiple funnels to earn revenue right like because isn't that the whole the whole sure. point they say don't put all of your eggs in one basket you should have yeah. multiple streams of revenue so is it a million in one funnel or is it a million in your account over multiple funnels because i i find it would be way more impressive to have you know a million in just one funnel like that's that's huge. Yeah. Like one offer yeah. has earned a million dollars versus multiple offerings. 
I mean, it's still impressive to have multiple offerings totaling a million dollars. But oh, absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. That's that's my question. That's I interesting. I it just know. brings well. It'll it brings me back to the whole concept of. I know he's talking about like defining success. What does success mean? Um, mm-hmm. What is his definition of success and everything like that? So for other business owners, that's kind of what I want to ask. Like. Do you think that achieving a two comma club uh, milestone does that mean you're successful? Because yeah, a million dollars. Depends on what your profitability is. Right, like a million dollars is nothing to sneeze at, right? But um, just crossing that first threshold of like making six figures, you know, one comma. Mm -hmm. Yeah, seriously, making one comma in revenue—that's huge. Yeah. No, you're absolutely correct. Listen, yeah. This year, my goal is just to get one comma because last year was so bad that if I can get one comma this year, I'm doing something. Right. Well, and and that's the other thing too. Like, um, just because you've only made a hundred thousand dollars, does that make you less successful than than a business that has made four hundred thousand dollars? I mean dollar wise revenue wise yeah that's a big difference but what if like what if you take into account all of the expenses that go into making that like if you as a as an individual make one hundred thousand dollars versus a team that has earned four hundred thousand dollars like who is more successful the person who earned $100,000 and kept majority of that $100,000 for themselves or the team that earned $400,000 but still like their take home is equivalent to the one that made $100,000. Once again, I don't yeah. know where I'm going with this. I'm just saying I'm just trying to put into perspective that success is very different for every single person and it that's that's something that you really need to define for yourself like what what is success for you? Because for me, it is having the time flexibility. Like sure, revenue is incredibly important, but having the time freedom is actually more important to me than achieving, you know, a million dollars. Right. That I, I think you're absolutely correct because like, I'll, I'll tell you in my instance, you know, and we've talked about this on the podcast, Last year, I had to lay off my team. Right. So this year, it's just me and my WordPress guy, and that's it. Yeah. And, and your wife. Well, she, she's she got a job now. So Well, yeah, she has a job. But I mean, like, she's still, like, ideas and... Oh, absolutely. That that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So if I can just make one comma, my profitability will be pretty darn good in comparison to last... To right. 2022... When I didn't make two commas, but I made multiple versions of one comma, you know, and my profitability. You had a team to also pay for. Right. Yeah. So this year is going to be different for sure. Um, I don't know. And I I don't know. I still, by the way, we're halfway through the video almost. And I still don't know where he's going with this, except that I think Tony Robbins hurt his feelings. (laughs) And I'm so sorry, Russell. You deserve better. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Shall we keep going? Let's continue. Yes. I had a a really unique moment um, this weekend where I could sit there and think uh, on this quote, like, fulfillment is how you feel about yourself when you're all by yourself. And I thought, like, 
how do I feel about myself? And I don't know if you've ever done that or taken the time. If not, I recommend taking some time and just thinking about that. And I remember as I sat there thinking, there were some things where I was like, I think women tend to do that a lot. I think as a woman, we tend to um, self-analyze a lot. And we're always judging ourselves, which I that to me, he's talking about judging yourself, right? I think as women, we end up doing that a lot. We're probably too self-critical as a result of it. Oh, absolutely. Like, well, and, and also I was going to say like, uh, <laughs> so we went off or I went off on a tangent, right? If we had just watched another 30 seconds, he kind of he covered exactly the things that I was talking about. So I know. Sorry, sorry, Russell, I jumped to conclusions, but thank you for re reiterating what exactly I was trying to say. And you said it way more succinctly than I did. <laughs> well, he had the help of Tony Robbins. Uh, <laughs> And you, you're not buddies with him yet, right? No, so. I'm not buddies with Tony Robbins, but I'm I'm okay with that. Like I'm I'm satisfied with my with my circle right now. So okay, okay. <laughs> how do I how do I feel good about myself when I'm we all by myself sad music about all the here. different aspects of my life? So now because I haven't been on YouTube that much recently, I don't know how it all works. So if you want to follow me on this journey, um, I'm guessing there's probably a video somewhere on the screen. You click on it, it'll take you into some of these videos, some of these ideas. Again, make sure you're subscribed and notified and all that kind of stuff. That way you don't miss any stuff that's coming through. I don't know how all that works, but I promise you that if you are plugged in, um, I will show up and bring you guys some of the best stuff in the world. So that said, I'm pumped and excited to go on this journey with you. The journey for actual success, uh, actual achievement and fulfillment in a way that'll make you happy and make this life more alive. So there's that relatability thing again of, um, you know, he, he stated multiple times, I don't actually know how all of this works, YouTube, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, and I, I appreciate that he is trying to explain that, you know, he's going through the journey with everyone because mm -hmm. he's starting over. But at the same time, he has a team of experts that have YouTube strategies in place, social media strategy, you, you know, like he may be learning it as the face of the YouTube channel. Um, but he's, I don't think, or at least I don't think it would be smart of him if he's the one that's doing all of this himself. Because do you think he sat down and edited this? Did he right. sit down and decide, oh, like what you said, Sad music goes here. Uplifting music goes here. Put a picture of Russell Brunson and his, or put a picture of um, Tony Robbins and his quote here. Yeah, like, I don't think that he he was probably involved in the planning process or whatever. But he has a team of people that does that for him. Whereas, um, just to play devil's advocate and do the comparison game, like you and I, we are doing this on our own. Like you and I are yes. doing this. We are figuring it out. Like, we're not passing this on to a team of experts who are, like, video editors and That's right. YouTube or YouTube experts, you know? Like, we're we're researching it and we're figuring it out ourselves. And, um, not, and I'm not saying that one way is better than the other. Although, yes, I am saying one way is better than the other. <laughs> well, look, here's the thing. I just looked, I just opened up his YouTube channel. I closed the video and I opened up his YouTube channel and he has 330,000 subscribers. 
if you you and I are just starting, this is yeah, like like we the second video we just made. Have zero. <laughs> we don't even have a YouTube channel yet. We don't even have a YouTube. So well, actually, we're literally starting. We don't even have to start over because yes. we're starting. I don't know how the hell you call starting over if you have three hundred and thirty thousand. I think what he's saying is I'm starting again. Right. Maybe it's been a long time since he made videos. Let me look at his channel here. Okay. Before that video, it had been eight months since he had a video. Okay, but in in the okay, so eight months. But how many views did he have on that video eight months ago? Twelve thousand views. Okay, so he's starting from minimum twelve thousand. Yeah, this video, by the way, came out two days ago. The one we just watched, mm -hmm. and it has eighty six hundred views already. Which okay. you know, I mean, for you know, that's not a lot of views for. A, YouTube channel, but if you and I uploaded a video, this video, let's say we uploaded it on Monday. Oh my God. If we had 800, uh, if we had <laughs> 8,600 views, we'd be like, 8, well, holy views? shit. I, yeah. I'd be like, what? I'd be but like, wait, well, this we has are, become my primary focus. We do know? have a YouTube channel, by the way. Oh, just we do. So you know. <laughs> oh, see, I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Yeah. So, um, great. I'm glad we have a YouTube channel. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, and I hate to, to, I really don't like to just nag on someone like this, but, um, but like when the, when that, that sad music or whatever just started yeah. at, towards the end, I immediately tuned out. I just quit listening because I knew, I knew at that moment that I was supposed to start feeling things. Feeling a certain way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cause the music clued me in, you know? Yep. And so I immediately naturally felt emotionally manipulated. Mm -hmm. And so I just stopped listening for, for a split second. I had to force myself to come back because we're doing this thing. But yeah. for a split second, I just, as a natural reaction, said, well, I'm being bullshitted right now. So yeah. um, we should just randomly put emotional music in our videos <laughs> in weird places just to fuck with people. Oh, my God. We totally should. Yes. Yeah. See if people because notice. I don't know. I don't know. That would be interesting. Um, because it's so funny. I love that idea. <laughs> right. And the other thing, too, like if we go back to his video. Um, let me just get back to what is fulfillment? How do we actually find that? A certain point here. Hold on, let me find it. So, like, look at his library back there. Isn't that mm -hmm. gorgeous? Yeah. Here we go. Driven by success all the time. There's something I'm else that I was obsessing over in this video. Um, I don't know. Over here in the top left-hand corner, where the word "away" is. Mm -hmm. What is that? Is that a one of those glass boards where you write on it? Uh, it's either a glass board or it's a um, it's a neon sign. I mean, I think it's a glass board. You know what? I think it's a neon sign. That makes because more I sense. I think it says one funnel away since that is his yes. uh, catchphrase. Okay. I was obsessed the whole time with what the <laughs> hell that was. Because it's like nobody writes like that. There's no way he wrote on one of those glass boards that way. Yeah. One funnel. It must be. An, uh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, and look the at these. Thing go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go, go, go. I just want to say he has an, a beautiful library behind him. It's just gorgeous okay, leather-bound books. 
That's what I was going to mention too. Like everything about this video tells me like the, and, and once again, this is all subjective, right? This is my opinion. This is what sure. I am getting from, from the ambiance, but everything that I see it, even though he's in a t-shirt, like super casual or whatever, but everything I see, I'm thinking like luxury. Yeah. Like I am yeah. thinking, I am thinking, Yeah. Like luxury, this is um like classy. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's great. I wish I had it. It's something to aspire to. But yeah, yeah no, I, I definitely don't feel like he is um I don't feel like he's one of us. You That's know? it. You just nailed it. And he he didn't reference. Okay, he has a Napoleon Hill book on his. I love. We're just mean. Um, he has a Napoleon <laughs> I know, Hill. I, I am feeling really mean right now. I'm feeling I so know. judgy. And me too. It, it it is kind of giving me the ick that I'm being so judgy about this. <laughs> I don't mean to be. I mean, it's just it's just this is the shit that we think about when we're watching, yeah. and most people don't. We're saying the the quiet parts out loud. We're saying the quiet parts out loud. Yes, for sure. All right. So he has a Napoleon Hill book on his desk, which yeah. I believe I don't know why I have this in my head. I could be completely wrong, but I believe that he bought ClickFunnels, his company, bought all of the rights to all of the Napoleon Hill um, information. I don't know why I have that in my head. I could be completely oh. wrong about that. Okay. But anyway, he has this Napoleon Hill book on his desk, um, but he never references Napoleon Hill. He never goes through anything in his notebook. Right? It's just but, open in front of him. But it's open in front of him like we're going to learn something. He doesn't go over anything in his whiteboard. So it's all just a set of mood. Which, by the way, if you and I are going to keep doing this, maybe we should learn from this because I'm sitting in my guest bedroom with just a bed behind me uh -huh. uh, you at least have some shit going on you know well so, i was gonna say so you can you can see my um my my plants kind of you can uh -huh. see my twinkle lights and then you can see the clutter that i have on the uh shelf behind me because there's a friend's lego set there's bottles yeah. of wine <laughs> yeah yeah like what do, so when people see my background i'm like what what it, what are they thinking <laughs> Yeah, and you know, I love to look at people's backgrounds when they're making videos. I always get into that. I'll pause yeah. it and look around because I just find it interesting how people decorate, you know? Yeah, um, and you know what? I, I shouldn't be offended when people make snap judgments on what's behind me because I have made a snap judgment on, you know, his video and setup. Well, and it's interesting, too, because he referenced in his video that he doesn't get alone time very much unless he comes into this space. So this must be at his house. Yeah. Um, and that's interesting, um, which makes sense. I guess that would make more sense than at the office or, having or, a space like this. I was going to say, or it could be it could be an office. It could be somewhere like for all we know, it is it's not connected to his home but it's on his property. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or or it is an, an a separate office space that is like it's dedicated um it's a dedicated office space slash recording studio maybe, I don't know. I also by the way, going back to something you you just said too, um he has 219 videos on his channel. Mm -hmm. For him to say he doesn't know how all of this works, is a little surprising considering that he has How 219 videos. videos. 
<laughs> and 330,000 followers. You would think after 300,000 followers, you would start cluing in a little bit about how it all works. <laughs> right? Well, once you again, know. it's because he himself does not know how any of this works because he has a team or team member, members, yeah, that that do this for him. Like he has the idea that and and that's another another point that I want to bring up is it is up to you whether that's the kind of approach you want to take. Do you want to be involved in every single detail? Of mm -hmm. like how to market or how to um, advertise, how to create content or whatever. Or do you want to be a true CEO that comes up with the ideas and then be just the face? And again, neither of those directions are wrong. It is your preference because I think that's what what it all comes down to is something that you and I always talk about. Like, does this feel good? Right. Does this feel good for me? Because, you know, somebody like Russell Brunson, his approach to finding his success is very different from our approach to finding mm -hmm. success and fulfillment because he defines success as, you know, achievement and fulfillment or whatever it was, right? Um, so the way that he has achieved his level of success, I don't think is right for me. Mm-hmm. Because it is, it is more of the like um, bro marketing. Uh, yeah, Aman marketing. Amanda Bonds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Amanda Bonds definition, right? Um, yeah. it, it just it it feels too too pushy and too salesy. Too it's too much for me. Like my approach is a lot more subtle. Um, a lot more. Does this give me ease? Does this make me feel good? Do I feel authentic doing this? Like, I don't want to be fake about anything that I put out there. And yeah, because I've tried that approach and it it just. It doesn't give me motivation, right? Like and, and I know motivation is. Is a skill because that's the other thing, like motivation and consistency is a skill that you build. Um, but if I'm not motivated to do something, like, why am I even doing it? Yeah, I, I, I think, I think those are interesting points. And I'm not even saying this is inauthentic. I mean, I, well, no, I'm I think not the saying ending, it's inauthentic. Yeah, yeah actually, I'm actually saying his, his approach is very different from my approach and that is okay. Like what works for him may not work for me and that's fine. <laughs> I would like to say one thing. I do think the ending was inauthentic. I don't think he doesn't know how YouTube works. I yeah. just, um, I don't buy that at all. It's hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was inauthentic. I understand why he did it. But I think that is part of the whole stick to it all. But yeah. um, that part's inauthentic. He is the def definition of bro marketing. So... You know, do with that what you will. It yeah. doesn't mean he's not a good guy. It just means that he is a bro for sure. I mean, the dude wrestles. He's a bro. <laughs> you right. know, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, but I also, as I'm sitting here digesting this video, it's like, do we need to worry about him a little bit? Because if he's not feeling fulfilled and he's talking about this topic, is he talking about it? Is he all right? We are, you know, 
I mean, mm-hmm. you got to worry about fellow entrepreneurs sometimes. Um, yeah. And I don't know, like I, so I've had a conversation with, um, with people recently actually about how changes in business, it's, it's a, it happens. Like that is a natural course of a business. You want to change, you want to pivot, you want to update and things like that. Right. But at the core, at the core, you would expect things to be consistent, Mm -hmm. maybe not the same, but at least consistent. So for example, um, like a company like let's use Amazon as an example, right? Like didn't Amazon start off as a secondhand, um, secondhand, like a place to sell books? Books. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it started. But the, at the core of it, it was um, connecting consumers with vendors mm-hmm. or, or yeah, consumers with vendors who are fulfilling a certain product Right. Uh, requirement. Right. And now, yeah, they don't just sell books, but they sell products. But once again, you know, like maybe the um, like the way that they accomplish the goal has changed a little bit. But at the core, it is still a an e-commerce. Sure. Um, platform. Platform. It's still an e-commerce business like that's that's what it is we don't have amazon storefronts right like we don't have an amazon store that you can walk into to buy actually products. they do now oh <gasps> they do yes well now my point has just been shattered <laughs> <laughs> no it's true i think they're in like new york city hold on really interesting yeah i'm, I'm like i'm gonna google that like i know that you know like there's whole foods or whatever right yeah so it's called amazon go and amazon fresh look at my screen oh is that okay so is that the one where like you go in and then you you pick out whatever and basically like as you walk out it it yes it does that radio or it detects what you what you have purchased rfid and just, i think right? yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so that's that's crazy I, i've i've heard of that but i thought it was um i thought it was like part of uh like whole foods you know yeah no but i guess no it's a it's a it's an actual but is it just groceries no, it's products too, I think. Well, products. you know, I honestly don't know. I think it is. I think it's just food. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a new kind of corner store. Okay. Enter at the gate, you shop, and then you walk out. So I have more, like, way more questions about this now. <laughs> okay, yeah. but but that's, so here's the thing. Even though they have a physical store now, it's okay. So at its core, Amazon is about what? Convenience, right? That's right. 
one day shipping or next day, same day shipping, because you can get same day deliveries now. Um, But at its core, Amazon is about convenience. So the the way that they provide the convenience has morphed and changed. But at its core, it is about providing convenience. Mm -hmm. So so with businesses like um, ClickFunnels, okay, so is it ClickFunnels that's changing? No. It's the Russell Brunson brand. Brand. That yeah. is what's changing. That is, that's right. And I think that is interesting because something has triggered him to want to change his personal brand. Right. I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, but once but again, it's that's, interesting. Yeah, that's totally fine to do. But typically... Um, the reason, the reason a change is a reason that people look for a change is because something has happened. That's right. right. So whether that is something negative or something positive, something has happened and you want to make a change. Like usually it's what, like, um, uh, the the business owner got married or divorced, right? That's a mm-hmm. big life change. Um, they uh, have kids. That's yeah. a big life change. Or they suffered a big loss. Or they or they a achieved big loss. a big goal. They achieve a big goal. Yeah. So something something has happened where they want to make a change, mm-hmm. and that's totally fine. But I I feel like um, a discussion that we've had in the past, maybe not you and me, but a a discussion that I've definitely had with like clients is that when when businesses make big changes that change the the core of what they're offering, that's when it leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. Yeah. Yeah. So like what is the Russell Brunson brand at its core? Like is that what we're talking about? Are we talking about – Russell Brunson specifically, like his personal brand, um, like why is this change happening? Or are we talking about why companies make changes? If I were going to guess. People make changes. If I were going to guess, I have two guesses that come to mind. One is um, ClickFunnels is not doing performing as well. And so he is making a splash to try to bring attention to the brand again. Or he's considering going public with the brand and he wants to make sure his image as the CEO behind the brand um, is prepared for an IPO. I think it would be the latter, like the going public. Well, because there are so many other tools like ClickFunnels out there now. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's so, so many competitors that offer the same thing, right. Mm-hmm. At different price points or whatever. But I, I think ClickFunnels is pretty strong in their, um, in, in their approach because weren't they like the first one of the, I, it, one of the first, if not one the of the first, they were one of know. the, the industry. Yeah. They were, they were a disruptor of the industry because now here's a product that does everything. Mm-hmm. Instead of you buying like lead pages and per and signing up for active campaign and signing up for something, you know, like right. 
here is one platform that does all of it and, and the payment process or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, I would assume it would be a preparation for going public over it's not doing so well. Because I feel like if it's not doing well, then the focus would be on click funnels itself, like improving yeah, I think the you're product right. or changing the product. Um and yeah. did he directly even mention click funnels? No. Well, he may have mentioned it like once, but he definitely mentioned Tony Robbins more often than he did click funnels. <laughs> Maybe he's leaving click funnels. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, this is all. It, it, yeah, none of this. There's a is lot of based... speculation about a guy. Yeah, I was going to say, this is all speculation. There's yeah. nothing based in um, fact. <laughs> no, no, we have no damn clue. We, we have we have no clue. We're just making we're just, stories. Yeah, we're just making stories. We're making shit up as we go. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, okay. I guess should we um, call it? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it, yeah, this is just this was our our reaction to watching this video it was it's our opinions based on like what we have seen and heard um and then a lot of judgment um it's not personal so russell brunson please don't come after us it wasn't personal this was just you know two friends chatting about something that they (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, and you have to understand, and maybe we should put a little context in this too. Um, these are we're two people who have used ClickFunnels quite a bit. Yeah. And I think are fans of the product and yeah. fans of him. Like I said at the beginning, yep. I own all of his books as best as I know, uh-huh. unless there's something that came out that I didn't catch. Yeah. Um, I have listened to countless, countless podcasts of his. Um, you know, um so yeah, we're not dissing him or ClickFunnels no, in any way. Yeah. We're just, it's just amusing to watch these kind of videos because there's so much, because we have so much history in him mm-hmm. and the product and all this kind yeah. of stuff, it's kind of interesting to see what he's doing now because in the yeah. past when I watched his videos, he was always in his office with his whiteboard doing, you know, jumping yeah. up almost on stuff. You know, he's a pretty hyper guy. So. It's, it's a good case study, I think, yeah. it is what, our point is when you watch videos like this um, or when you when any new information comes out, I think it's just really important to to start thinking critically about, OK, well, what was the goal of this? Like our goal of doing this is a to share because uh, Renee and I think that we're we're pretty entertaining. So <laughs> <laughs> we're entertaining one another, at least we're we entertain each other. And so yeah. we we feel like it would be fun to entertain others too, right? Like that's sure. the whole point of this. We're not doing this to become the next Russell Brunson. Like that's no. not the goal no. at all. Um, we just thought that this would be a, a fun exercise to see, yeah, what what would happen if we watch something that we haven't seen before together and yeah. then what opinions come of it because as you've seen Renee and I have very differing approaches and thoughts so yes. um it it's just the conversations that come out from it I think 
I think, become interesting to other people. I think so, too. So. Yeah. But but I do question, like, okay, so this video was released. Yes, he's doing a little bit of an announcement. But, yeah, I, I, I do wonder from a business owner perspective, like, what is the – what is the – the reason for this like what is this leading up to well you gotta wonder because like i don't think the, it's random i mean I that's a uh, lot of production nothing. yeah for something nothing with that, him is random <laughs> yeah well that's what i'm saying like it's it's a lot of production like for us this is this is random <laughs> yeah absolutely so um yeah but I, like I he, do, he said he has 400 employees something like that yeah yeah i think that's what he said yeah um yeah, nothing random about that. I do wonder what what is this leading up to? What is the next thing? What is the next announcement? What is the next uh, goal? Yep. Right, right. Where's this going? Do you think maybe he's uh, partnering partnering with Tony Robbins? I on something. I think if I was his wife, I'd be like, "Yo, <laughs> in love with Tony? What's up?" I'm just kidding. I don't know. Like, I, I have a tendency to fangirl. Like, for example. Oh, I'm a major fangirl. Yeah. Like, um, for, for I, I'll be the first to admit, like, I have totally become, like, a basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've become a, uh, I've become basic because here, okay, so here I am with my Stanley mug, which, by the way, this was gifted to me, okay? It wasn't something that what I went out. What is up with these mugs? They're I everywhere. I don't know. She, uh, my my best friend gave this to me as a as a Christmas present, and um, her reasoning was now that she's moved into the suburbs, she was she was basically saying, "Come join me in the decline of suburban life." Yes, <laughs> was like I was like, "That's amazing," and thank you for my Stanley. So thank you very much. Um, I once again, I did not seek it out and stand in line to buy this myself. Um, it was a present, but there, you know, I, I am a Starbucks purchaser. I go out and I buy me my Starbucks, my iced coffees, right? right I also, right. I also um, love me some Taylor Swift. Like I am, I am that just, basic. I just watched the Eras tour. So, yeah. So we went to the Eras tour. We watched the movie twice in theaters. Um, wow. And we haven't, we haven't gotten to the point where we've watched it at home yet, but that's mostly because, uh, I, I'm like, well, I don't want to rent it. I, I want to own $20, it. It's $20, dude. It's $20 to rent it. And you you can watch it for 48 hours as many times as you want or 24 hours as many times as you want or whatever. But um, I'd rather own it. But that's, yeah, that's how I, I am with any it. movie. Yeah. Any movie that comes out, I would rather buy it mm. than rent it mm -hmm. or stream it. Yeah. Yeah. It varies for me. I rent a lot of movies. It, it really depends. Usually I'll rent it first. If I love it, then I'll buy it. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I just, um, I, I don't know. It depends on the movie. It de Yeah. There are certain movies I know in advance. I just want to own it. Right, so, right, right. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I think it's, it's a, um, it, it's being a millennial. I just, I like my physical copy of owning something. Um, you know, same thing with books. Like I will, I will buy eBooks. Mm -hmm. And if I love it, I will buy the physical book too. <laughs> I do that. I will but do I, that. 
I always prefer having the physical book over the ebook. Like ebooks are just convenient. Um, right. Like right now, Same. I'm I'm going through a a whole series, and um, instead of going out and buying the physical book or waiting to go buy the physical book every time I finish one of the the books or whatever, or even buying the entire series outright, I I just uh, I download the I, I get the ebook and I read it. And then now I'm collecting the physical books as my, they, they are my trophies of, yeah, yes. I read this book and I really love it. So now I want to own all of it so I can display it. Do you think Russell's read all those books on his bookshelves? I bet he has. I bet he has. Like I really yeah, he's do. an avid reader. I think he is one of the ones that has read. Now I will admit there's, um, there's a lot of books that I own that I've started to read them and I may not have finished them. Mm-hmm. But Same. usually it's because um, it's either like a time thing or or an interest thing. Like I feel like I have a book and then I start reading it because I'm interested in it at that time. But then my interest fades. So it makes me wonder, well, did I was I actually interested in the topic of the book or was I interested in the idea of the topic because right, right. that's usually for the nonfiction books, like the business or personal mm-hmm. development, whatever, those books, I'm interested in the idea of the topic. And then if the book is not interesting enough, then that's, that's my cue that, oh, okay, well, it wasn't the topic that I was interested in. <laughs> right. Yeah. I go through that. I am. Um... I want to want to sometimes. Yeah, I want to. I want to want to be interested. <laughs> yes, exactly. But yeah, so this is this is fascinating. I just think, um, I mean, I love to hear what other people's opinions were of the announcement, like what they took away from it, because I think we've been very vocal with what we've taken away from it, especially in the <laughs> very so. beginning where we were judging his uh, whole aesthetic. I mean, right. I, I don't judging, know how long but, we've but been talking. But yeah. it was his video was eight minutes, and I'm pretty sure ours is longer than that. So <laughs> a minute fourteen is our <laughs> yeah. or a minute fourteen, an hour fourteen, an hour okay. and fourteen minutes is how about long an eight minute video. Yes, yeah. yeah. There you Whoops. go. My bad. <laughs> it's okay. We're not posting the full hour and fourteen minutes, but um, just so everyone knows, that's how long we talked about this. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. All right. I'm going to stop sharing my screen. Sounds good. And and then I'll stop the recording. Okay, good. Thanks.